But uh, but I I want to just send him random stuff on our little text stuff. <laughs> I know, so do I. You have no idea how many memes I've had to hold back. But why don't you just like <laughs> Bo and I have a gaming one where we talk about gaming without you on there? Just do and, a Game uh, of Thrones I, one. I, I'll tell you. I'll tell you why. Is I'm not very confident in Mike's ability to use more than one <laughs> channel. <It's laughs> I on and spoiled something for myself. I did really enjoy that when I'm like, I'll just put a giphy in here to ruin something for Cross. And I was like, Oh shit, that's. <laughs> 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 you, you ruined it for yourself. That was the best. <laughs> that so you are now listening to Good, Bad, or Bullshit. Hello. And welcome to Good, Bad, or Bullshit, the podcast that uh, records sometimes and uh, is always fun to do because uh, I get to hang out with my buddies and I get to talk to all of you. My name is Crofton Steers. I am the watermelon of this podcast. Succulent, juicy, delicious. With Large. Me- <laughs> <laughs> With me, as every with me every time we do this, is the cantaloupe of this podcast. Uh, you know, Riny on the outside, orange on the inside. I'm talking Mike Hodgins. Cantaloupe. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> nobody <laughs> really likes <laughs> cantaloupe. Right. Yeah, that that seems apropos. Um, and uh, and also the um, the honey melon that some would argue is the money melon. I'm talking about Bo Schwartz. That sounds like a good one. So yeah, yeah. thank oh, you. you take it. I don't. Is, is it bad that I don't know what a honey melon is? Oh, it's the dude, green you, one. It's good, man. Oh, it's the green one. The green pieces yeah. in the-, <laughs> the middle. It's like a, more like a cantaloupe, but green. Yeah, those and aren't that great. Tasting. Oh no, they're good. They're I just good, got a honey melon, but I, they're no watermelon. Watermelon's no, king of melons. But still, it's, it's good true. to be a melon. Thank you, Crofton. What no problem. Are there. I mean, I guarantee you there's a shit ton of melons in, like, Thailand or someplace. Does jackfruit and those things count as a melon? No, that's not a melon. What is jackfruit? It's, it's like, stinky fruit that goes in. It's in Southeast Asia. They're huge, and they're, like, they're apparently they're quite stinky. Are mangoes melons? No. No, they grow in a tree. They're mangoes. I think a, I think a melon would need, needs to grow on the ground. I assume all melons have, well, I guess cantaloupes don't, do, don't they? They grow on a vine, though, on the but ground. Not, too, like, I was going to say they all have the word melon in it, but that's not true. The cantaloupe doesn't have a, a one, so. It's a melon. There's a canary sure. melon, apparently. Huh. I don't know what that is. Uh, well, my verdicts on melons are good. Is good. <laughs> melons are awesome. And if you don't like that, you're listening to the wrong show. So, uh, gentlemen, I have a quick aside before we draw this week's topic. Um, You go on. uh, I think we may have talked about this on the show before, but uh, do you guys ever get door-to-door solicitation at your house? Yes. No. Well, this is – yeah, because we had that big conversation. We had the same annoying British guy come door-to-door. Right. What was he selling? Do you remember? Well, the thing is it's all – Always a good cause. You feel like a jackass telling yeah. them to leave. It was for like a um, girl. It was called I Am a Girl or something like that. It's a good charity. I just didn't want to give money on my doorstep. <laughs> like that's... 
Oh, see, for me, for me, it's like normally it's somebody trying to get me to switch cell phone providers or oh, to, uh, much more to give me, a, you know, like a internet, new internet deal. Um, or it's like somebody asking me to sign some petition or some something like that. Or it's like a local political figure or whatever. So I don't get a ton of the cause people, but, I, but, uh, Today, somebody somebody rang the doorbell always like either during supper, right before supper, or right after supper. So I, I'm like, I, I tell my my wife Jess, I'm like, give give me the baby as a prop, and uh, you know, I, I take I take the baby in one arm, I take my daughter um, that you know with me, and I go and answer the door and try to look as disheveled as possible. Uh, Gwen actually. See the thing is, you can't even screen people when you got a kid because as soon as they hear the doorbell, they're so excited and they want to open the goddamn door. You can't be like, "Don't open the door" or whatever. It's too late. She's already opened it, and so I'll just yell out to her, "Do they have a clipboard?" You know. <laughs> <laughs> this time she's like, "No, but they have a binder." I'm like, "Oh, that's worse. That's even worse." We need to take it, a look at your furnace, Mister Steers. So, so I I go out and. Um, I tell Jesse just as I walk over with with uh, my t- baby daughter in my arms. I'm like, I'm I'm for sure telling this person to get lost. I get I get to the uh, I get to the front door and it's this like t- teenage maybe no maybe nineteen twenty year old um, young lady at, and she's got a binder and it says UNICEF and I'm like oh I'm in trouble <laughs> and. Uh, UNICEF being, uh, you know, an organization that does a lot of good around the world. And so she says, do you have a minute to hear about the tragedies in Yemen? And I'm like, oh, so I've got a kid in my arm right now. And I've got another kid saying, daddy, what's Yemen? And I'm like, well, you know, this is a really good time. And that sort of stuff. She's like, okay, because, you know, they're, they're, they're starving in Yemen. And I was like, oh, oh, God. All right. I'm waiting for this because in my mind, what I thought you were going to do was that you have the baby. And then as the person started giving you the spiel, you were going to start pinching the baby so that she started crying. Oh, the the baby the baby was enthralled by this woman, and, and no, but that's why you pinch her in the back until she starts crying. And says, "Oh, sorry, uh, I got to uh, deal with this right now." And <laughs> that would have been a, that would have been a great if only I was as evil as you. Yeah, it so, is child abuse, I guess. The the pro the problem is she starts talking about Yemen. She's like, "What do you know about the crisis in Yemen?" And look, I'm pretty well versed <laughs> in the no- <laughs> news, that. but I don't know much about what's going on in Yemen. And then she pulls out all these pictures. Speaking of pictures, um, Bo, you're, there's all sorts of stuff happening on our Twitch channel. I'm all sorts of things are on my face. You're, I'm watching us and stuff are you is watching yourself up. while you're talking to us? Of course, Good Lord. Oh my God! Look, I'm just adjusting the volume. You're coming in. You're super like hot. you're like Donald Trump watching himself on various. <laughs> there's nothing to see here. Just do your podcasting duties. Let me worry about the technical. All right, all right. So bottom bottom line is the lady <laughs> the lady goes through goes through her spiel, and I'm like, she's like, so you know, for the whatever price of a cup of coffee, this sort of thing. Like you can, we've developed these new. Uh, gr- uh, special nutrition bars that bring them from near starvation to within two weeks to to a, a better state. And then she had this picture of like you know this ing- <laughs> this young child with a huge belly because of starvation, and then this relatively healthy looking child that I guess is the same person. Uh, and and I'm like, oh god, 
I guess I'm going to do this. And so, of course, I, I, make it, <laughs> I make a donation and all this. And Gwen is – my kid is turned on me. You should give the money, Daddy. I'm like, oh, God. So, <laughs> so, <laughs> so I give her money and I come back into sort of like the sanctimonious look of my wife. So did you tell them to get lost? And I'm like, ah. Oh. No, it was UNICEF. God damn it. We're giving them 15 bucks a month, you know? So, a month? <laughs> yeah. Thing. I, that, that's wait, what gets me. So wait, given... you've, you've agreed to a monthly thing? Yeah, think monthly. about it like – think about it, Bo. Let me speak your language. It's like I'm their um, patron. Right. right. I, no, I understand the concept. You got <laughs> gamed, Crofton. I just, I just think it's funny how they do how their do, donations do it because it's, when yeah. I was young, when I was doing the UNICEF thing, people just gave you money in your box. You got a box. You asked for money. They You're put, thinking the Halloween thing. That's a bit I different. guess so. I just I'm like, what happened man, to that? Like, I just thought you, My you know, you here. gave them fifty bucks and they moved on their way, but. Because can't you just sign well, up? Look, can't you just uh, call honestly, them back later that night and be like, yo, I was just doing it for my kid. Can I cancel my donation? I could, but I mean, it is you. I, so I went on the computer and I Googled, like, what's going on in Yemen? Turns out a lot of bad shit. So now I'm like, well, obviously, I've, 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 I've got to... I've got to give to Yemen, right? But it's funny because it's like, it's, like, it's like so many things where it's like the roots of the problem in Yemen are like not like just some like that's the problem with all these things it's like you're 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 like let's throw food at like a problem that might continue rearing its a little bit because they i'm sure the need is there for that kind of starving children it sure is but this but it's like what's the solution to something like civil war like what is it giving unicef money it's like well hopefully they can help alleviate suffering until more suffering comes but uh you're talking about like um you know charities sort of serve a is it really about solving problems? It's about it's kind of, I guess, not a scam, but um, well, it's like you know, I mean, it, it assuages guilt, right? It makes us feel better about ourselves. It's more for us do, than it is to actually solve any problems. They they do good things. They're, they're they're trying to alleviate suffering in the world, and it's like, but they're not they're not solutions or based organizations. And I guess maybe they don't portray. It's a tough thing to, to always criticize those kinds of charities because you're just like you know, because a lot of people but, take uh, a cut of it. Yeah, and it's like, look, and there's a lot of people who work in those. You know, my neighbor runs runs an NGO. He, you know, he makes good money <laughs> being the head of a, an NGO, like They're better money than by I do. Charitable do- donations. Yeah, it's a nonprofit. It's they do good stuff. I'm not gonna like out him, but yeah, he lives in a nice house. You know, it's not mm-hmm. like, but 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 one thing that does annoy me when those people come by because I often <clears throat> like I have this rule where it's like, if it's for if it's someone comes along. And wants to make a donation. Like I have a neighbor who comes along every, and he think he does a oh, liver foundation or something. I don't know what it is. He's an old guy. He's like, oh, I'm coming around and I'm collecting. He does it once a year. And I'm like, all right, I go get like 10 bucks. I'm like, here you go. He's like, all right, thanks. And he puts it in his little envelope, writes me a receipt. And there you go. Give some money. And, but the thing is that people like you got, Croft, and correct me if I'm wrong, because the annoying British guy that we both had was the same deal where I was like, look, I'll, okay, I got 10 bucks. I'll give you 10 bucks. And he was like, he would not take my money. Right. Uh, he would only take all of my personal information and a monthly commitment. And I'm like, fuck off. Like, like it annoys me because I'm like, if a charity comes to your door and I'm like, yeah, here is money. I'll give it to you. And they say, no, that's not good enough. I don't want your money. I want your money forever. Any personal information. I'm like, you know what? 
no, I'm happy. To, it just bugs me on principle. They're like, where you're like, it's not good enough to give you money now. And I'm like, no. Anyways, Croft, and yeah, you got game. Like get used to getting a lot more spam in your email and a lot more. I emails. asked her straight up about the spam. We'll see because that's given me the moral justification to cancel. Uh, because if if I get spammed, I'll just cancel and I'll be like. You told you me will, there would be never, no spam. You're not going to know it's from her, though. But I will tell you, if when you no, get it's, into- it, it's from UNICEF. Like she oh, said, there won't be any spam from there UNICEF. There will be spam. A friend of mine's parent died like last year, and I made a donation to Médecins Sans Frontières, and they sent me fucking mail all the goddamn <laughs> time. And I'm like, geez, it was a one off donation. Just take my money and be happy. And the amount <laughs> they spend on paper sending to me, I'm like, God. You know what? This is gonna make me sound like a horrible person, but I guess like you know when you graduate university, there's like a uh, they they try to track you down to give donations to the university, right? Oh, like for the, the alumni. alumni. Yeah. yeah, the alumni foundation. So here's the deal: is that I moved away from Montreal, and uh, and McGill like found there's only one C steers in the phone book, and it was my aunt Carol. And so they've just been blitzing my, they blitzing my <laughs> Carol. Awesome. And, and, and every once in a while, she would see me at Christmas and stuff like that. And she'd be like, can you contact the McGill Alumni Foundation and tell them <laughs> to stop sending stuff to me? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, sure. I'll get right on that. And, <laughs> and well, you should, because you're putting your aunt through all that. She doesn't probably well, need that. Nothing. Yeah, no, I probably should have. That's why I pre- preface the story with it's going to make me sound like an awful person. Anyway, <laughs> uh, so let's go to a random topic, gentlemen. All right. <laughs> need your poor aunt. Uh, <laughs> let's take the, the attention. Who, is that the one who lives in my hood or is that an uncle of you? I'm not going to tell you where she lives now because you're both going to make yeah. me feel it's, worse. It's also a live show <laughs> where we don't, you know, put people's address on the show. That's right. I didn't say address. I said, "Does she live? Is she the one that lives in my hood?" Yeah, but it was going down that way. We didn't get there yet. But it's you know, the answer what? was yes or no. <laughs> like people are like, oh, "Okay, I've got this down." In their First file. off, I got two ants that live in your hood. Two, right. eh? Random mm-hmm. topic. Pull it, Mike. What's their addresses and phone numbers? <laughs> <laughs> well, what are you, no. UNICEF? What are you? <laughs> <laughs> it's for a good cause, Croft. Do you know what's happening in Yemen right now? <laughs> God damn it, I do now. Oh. It's not good. We should make it either. All right. Um, Pull it, Mike. Pull it. Okay. Okay. There we go. <laughs> it's, oh, it sounds good. Sometimes you let it sit for a bit. It, mm. oh. That's great. Nice and loud. Oof. <laughs> there it is. All right. <clears throat> okay. The smoke is cleared. I can see the screen again now. Uh, the topic today is wearing a suit. <laughs> so you suits? Know? Yeah, suits. But like wearing suit. it. Wearing it. Having to well, wear wearing it. it I like, like, I like it's that it's called wearing a suit. I, that's going to be it's the just, title. Just to be clear, we can't talk about making a flag with the suit. We can't, like, it's that's right. Wear. It's wearing a suit. <laughs> yeah. I, I like that it's wearing a suit. Everything is like one, one word, and this one is like a verb and the noun, wearing a suit. I just love it's it. It's not about repurposing the suit. It's about wearing a suit. You go to work, you've got a suit we should, on. We should do that more because sometimes I get carried away with topics. This really helps focus me. <laughs> before, before I'm going to, like, I think 
I know you guys well enough to know where this is going already. Really? Um, I don't know where it's going. I think you do. Um, I know that you know me, but... I I know that you know yourself, and you know Mike. Oh, no. (laughs) We're going to talk about (laughs) the corporations. (laughs) What? We're going to talk about business and corporations. I know some of the the good aspects of Suits. Well, yeah, so that's it. Let's just start with the positive right off, shall we? Nothing. I I think <laughs> have have you well, like Bo, I can't even remember seeing you in a suit. Like I don't know when the last time you wore a suit was. Uh with a uh, jacket? Cuz I yeah, you know like at your at your respective weddings I wore a dress shirt. Pants. That doesn't count. Doesn't count. It's got to have the, for a wedding. I'll give you that. But I don't the, know the, that you the were. The thing in that suit. jumps. The thing that jumps to mind is at Queens. We went to a formal. Selma and I, and I remember wearing a jacket that night. And, and a tie. tie. And a tie. It was a formal. A formal. 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 And so you know, it was like pants. it was this, a blazer. And a jacket. I think my it? it's my brother. My brother had one he wasn't using anymore, and it was a little snug, but it fit. And I think I wore it that night. I All mean, right. let, let's keep it real. I have never worn one of those. Like I've never looked immaculate in a suit in my life. Well, so that and that's like not to get off on a whole tangent, but tailored suits are or a, a big thing. And I have never like this is it. My next suit I think will be a tailored suit, and uh, and. Um, it, it's one of those things where uh, it, you'll feel likely even better in it if it fits, you know, if, if it fits to, to to custom order. But like what the the positive I'll say about a suit is for all the the work, the dry cleaning, the picking it up, the 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 you know the everything. When I'm walking around in a suit, I generally am like, damn, I look good. You know, like I have a feeling that I look good. Like I have higher you know, self-confidence about how I look at that time. Do I want to wear a suit all the time? No, obviously not. But like it makes, you know, generally when I'm wearing the suit, I'm like, oh yeah, you know, I, I look you, good right now. Do you right feel now. handsome and, when you wear a suit? I feel, I definitely feel more handsome and I get a lot of compliments generally. But part of those compliments come from the fact that I don't normally wear the suit. So there's a novelty. There's a guy at my work that wears a suit every single day, right? And uh, that guy probably doesn't get as many compliments you know because at the same time it's like you know he's he's, there's no transformation you know no yeah okay Um, just saying like about the you put like put okay first of all i do have tailored suits too in fact um because when i was in thailand everyone was like oh you got to get a tailored suit in Bangkok. That's what it's all about. You can get a tailored suit real cheap. And so I did. Oh, just for the value, not for any actual reason. Yeah, it's like 200 bucks. And they do, and it's like, you know, you go into the shop and they're measuring you up and you pick out your fabrics. It's pretty, it was, it was a neat It's experience. like going straight to the sweatshop instead of giving Gap the extra money. <laughs> is, that, is that what you're saying? Well, uh, I think it's better than going to the sweatshop because <laughs> the uh yeah i mean for all it's i know like there were sewing uh, things everywhere it was great children like <laughs> right there making your suit for you right right in front of you uh but uh yeah and then and then it was like you had to go back a, f- a few days later it was a fun process you go in you know they measure you up go do some stuff for a few days come back then they kind of put things on 
take a look at everything, make some adjustments, say, okay, come back again in a few days, your suits are ready. So, look, I have the tailored suits, and I agree. I know what you mean, Krav. You put that suit on, and you look, you feel like you look slick, you know? You know, you got tie on. You're like, I look like a million bucks. Look at me. I'm walking down the street. Everyone thinks I own a BMW or something like that. But, <laughs> but, 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 but what I realized, <laughs> I was like, the reason, because you're like, I look good in the suit. And I'm like, do you really look better than you normally do? I, I think there's, there's such, like, whenever you see a billboard of a man, particularly a man, I mean, there's women's suits, but I think we're, we can focus a little bit on the man suits for now. And you see a man who's a model probably, you know, looking good. And he's got his sunglasses on or something and his suit on with a little slim tie. It looks mm-hmm. good. You see like uh, movies and the guys put the suit on, well-tailored suits. And you're like, yeah, blah, blah, blah. These people are handsome. It's good. Like we've, you're bombarded with stuff telling us this is how a man looks good is in a suit. And then so you put one on and you feel like, yeah, look at me. I look good. I look like the billboard. So like I, I, I just question that whole notion of like, do you look I look good in a suit. And I felt that feeling. I know exactly what you mean because I felt that when you, when I put the suit on. But I just think that it's contrived. It's kind of like I've been told that that's what it means to look good, to look slick. Well, and, and, and the only reason the only reason is that – just let me finish one thing because I want to hear your perspective on this. Because when you take a step back and try to really let your kind of – uh, preconceptions and, and stuff that you've been exposed to just fade away and you just think about the suit. You just think about what it is. There's a man wearing sort of tight clothes, often with a plaid type uh, pattern on them and he has a piece of fabric tied around his neck. It's it's completely dumb looking you know, if you really think about it. And I think, anyways, yeah, so, so go on. So I, I would like to, to, to parse two things apart. One is ties and the other is suits. And I know ties are part of the suit. Yeah, ties, t- ties. I went to, um, uh, like, I, I went like to Croatia ties. and I went to, uh, you know, in Dubrovnik. They were they were talking about how, like, around Croatia is where the ties were first uh, conceived of, and the history of of ties and stuff like that. And so, so even with that perspective and thinking about it and how they become sort of institutionalized. I I still find I I still find ties ridiculous to to a certain extent. Like that we are wearing this piece of fabric has no sort of functional purpose. Now that that said, there's always going to be in society for male and female uh, people like the image of certain types of clothing that are considered, you know, uh, nicer looking or make make you look nicer. Society's always going to have like sort of expectations around that. You talking about the billboards and all that. I get it, but really, what I think it comes down to, in, in the reason that suits are, are are given this power in many ways, is because and and this isn't just a recent thing. The amount of work that goes into um, getting into a nice suit, like having a nice suit, being sure that it's nicely pressed, it's dry clean, putting on a tie properly, all of that sort of stuff. That's that's a pain in the ass, okay, to do all that stuff. Um, and therefore, it becomes tied in with like I don't want to say proper grooming, but groom like grooming in general is considered uh, you know 
attractive, like somebody who's well groomed. Um, and and wearing a suit ties into that. And that's why like there's something I always find it something really sad when like you see somebody wearing like a sad sack suit or whatever. It's like often like, you know, the the Jack Lemon salesman type Trump, or Trumpy. Uh, yeah. I, I, I watched a video of Chris Farley and his down by the river bit. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he's, you know, it's like it's not a suit. But he's got a jacket. There's no time. He's, he's, and he's constantly. He was on Conan O'Brien, so he was constantly like pulling his pants up, yeah, he was, like pulling out it. And, and it's like, at like that oh point, like, man. <laughs> and at that point, it's like, why even? You know, why even try to a certain extent? Like, and so I because where I find myself on suits is like, is I don't I totally don't mind wearing blazers but i really don't like wearing ties i don't like something around my neck i don't like i don't understand ties i don't understand everything mike was saying about the ridiculousness i really like feel that with the ties but i don't so much with the the jacket or the pants and generally suit pants and a suit jacket should be fairly comfortable if done if done right they're never that comfortable yeah, I guess. I don't know. Like, because what is it, it that makes jeans comfortable as opposed to suits? Slightly so, looser in – because if you have – like what you just described is the bad suit, the frumpy suit, you know, yeah. that looks terrible. It's because it's like too baggy. It's not fitting you right. Like the reason why a well-tailored suit looks good is because it's like, you know, it's all – they're always a slimmer – tighter fit that's just how it should fit and you look good in a suit when you are standing upright with your hands at your side and in no other position is it comfortable to be in except that position standing upright with your hands at your side and if you raise your hands in the air your shirt is tight and stretches you because it's all made of materials that are not meant to stretch and flow and and it's one of the things that kind of like irritates me about this that kind of formal menswear in particular it's like you can't do anything in it like obviously you're not supposed to be playing football with your suit on you know that's not what it's for but just like i've worn you know a, a tailored shirt and tailored pants from my suit to work before and i'm like it's bloody uncomfortable to sit in those things at a desk or whatever for eight hours it's just like it's not comfortable and you know, I, I get it's like so they're, they're like they're they're meant they only look good in a certain position, and the material is just not stretchy, nor is it loose enough to be like comfortable. And when you look at like and when it's hot, it doesn't not breathable either. So, no, yeah. hot too. I mean, I don't know if you guys. This is a bit of an aside, but there's been this like recurring news story going around about air conditioning in in uh, buildings, and it always being too cool in buildings and then the 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 carbon footprint of this and it's all basically to make men feel comfortable in their stupid suits because they're they, the why are they wearing these weird. things in the summertime boiling they have they have like i have a linen suit no, it's not anytime you're putting a jacket on in the summertime that's a dumb idea and it's gonna make you hot let me, let me tell you, i go to work every day in a pair of shorts and ankle socks and a t-shirt and i'm comfy even with yeah comfy yeah. and lately to lately today i went in a t-shirt and i'm like i'm so much more comfortable than my stupid button-up shirt i wear most of the time because it just moves better the material's stretchy and it's funny and again, i'm in here in my schlub clothes and there's all kinds of people with suits and i'm like yeah and i i'm starting to go more back that way now that i've been in this job a little bit and i'm like look i don't want to move up and and it always seems to me that people who wear suits are like um 
you know, they're they're. It's the language of business. You appear more yeah. professional. Yeah, I'm it's professional. Part of, it, 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 that's I won't fault anyone for it. It's not like a, I'm a better because I don't. I'm just. It is uncomfortable. It is uncomfortable, but it's just. It just seems so irritating to me that that's a thing. Like, you know, it's a. Uh, it's like wearing. Okay, if you're if you're a professional, we talked about professionalism. I think one on the show, and I remember railing about the same thing. You know, you're like a smart person. You have good ideas. You do your work well. Uh, you engage with people well. Whatever, all those things. Uh, but if you come in wearing your like Hawaiian shirt and flip flops, no one's going to take you seriously. You have to wear a suit, and that's kind of bullshit because it's the easiest way to fake something right to, to fake your to, to fake that you're any good at anything it's like you're not smart you don't do your work well but you get a well-tailored suit and you walk into a room and everyone's like oh look at this fella he Finger probably guns. has an mba i bet he came here in a bmw you know it's like oh, <laughs> you look like professional and it's just you know but it has bullshit. to do with and then, like and then it's a propagating yeah. culture right where yeah. then if you want to get ahead you got to wear the suit too you know look at the prime minister he wears a suit every yeah. day he looks yeah. like a but, and that but, has to do with i'm just going to jump in a little bit yeah, um i just think that has to do with i think a lot of things that confer status also intersect with discomfort and i think and i don't know where the suits history although i'm sure that it, that is known where this a lot of the stuff like with the suits history is um it comes from somewhere because just this week I was listening to a podcast and a little tidbit of information that I might have known or forgot, but it was new to me anyways, was that the wigs like in England, like they came from a practical need to hide the warts and scarring on their head from syphilis, I think I heard. And that, <laughs> you know, like, you know, like when you look at British like judges even now, you know, they, or, or as a parliamentarians, like they wear wigs. And the wigs come from a practical need to hide the signs of syphilis, which was common in a certain age. But it became adopted as a form of status so that – and then it just turned into that. And then the bigger your wig, the more status it conferred. And I think even now they still wear wigs in England. And it's like – it's it's got to be uncomfortable. Uh, you have short hair because you're a man, but now you got to put on this hot ass wig and, and wear it around. To Mike's point, <laughs> and to me, suits kind of have that like you could wear something comfortable, but this is a professional place. We need to look like we're serious. Well, like, look, I don't know the exact history of suits, but I have seen come from, and I think that the simple answer is basically british aristocracy or certainly european european aristocracy and i have seen these images where you see this dress over time and you can see the emergent emergence of the suit as like the times change like like you know if you follow it back it's all this frumpy like pillowy stuff with their wig on and this ridiculous and that's morphed into the modern suit but what i find kind of interesting is it's sort of stagnated since like the 19 I don't know, fifties, forties, thirties, even where it's it's kind of looks the same. It's it's whereas it, it seems to me that it changed more in the hundreds of years preceding that. But I guess it hasn't been that long. But it's just uh, like again, that's its vestige, aristocracy for sure. Uh, so so like uh, you guys make some good points, and I, I do think it's like it's natural to be like, well, I want to be comfortable. Uh, I do th- I do think that the suits serve per- – one of the functionalities that they serve right now is that they rec- they have a barrier to- of entry. Um, it's e- – no, okay. no. Yeah. It's- poor, poor people don't have good yeah. suits. <laughs> no, no. You need some money. 
That well, yes, that's yeah. true. That, but it's not just that. It's it's that. Um, that's like, not what uh, you, that's not what you're getting at. I guess no. The bar- okay. the barrier to entry is like you have to work. You have to work to get your suit ready to be ready. Like, are just talking about like laundry and yes. putting it on and getting um what are laundry the, um, cufflinks uh, putting cufflinks on yes tie on every day like all all of that stuff is is a pain in the ass to do to the point like I do not do it like if I had a bunch of suits that were in my closet magically always dry clean just perfectly uh, and that somebody fit me in them every day like a butler or something like that and then I'd be like oh. all right yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> you know, wait, 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 just when you were saying this just, you ever watched Gotten Down Abbey like that's yeah, no, where you came from People yeah no I get that People. I, I <laughs> why are we still doing it <laughs> the barrier to entry is that you have to do a lot of work if only I could if only I had a manager who cleaned my clothes and dressed me. You muted yourself. Crossing's going nuts down. Yeah, we can't hear him. We can't hear you. But uh, yeah, it is super irritating because it's like it's true. Like we're still held on. Like he's right that, that, that right. this stuff. I, I just want to wait, and we should get Crofton back. It's kind of unfair. And Crofton, I can't hear you. Yeah, still. He's we should get him back. Someone came unplugged out, and then he didn't plug you pull it out in. your microphone because we kept interrupting you. He was so angry. <laughs> oh, leave yeah. the call and come back in. If you've plugged it in and unplugged it, leave the call. Come back in. See if it fixes it. Just leave the call. Go ahead. <laughs> He's like, <laughs> what's happening? I wish my manservant was here. Hello? Yeah, fixed. Yeah, there you're back now. Discord is annoying, man, because I just plugged it back in. It should just come back. It has to do with the way audio drivers initialize. You have to restart. I'm pretty sure it's audio drivers. Wasn't a problem with Anyways, uh, we interrupted you, Croft, and I I think maybe it only fair. Yes. Multiple times, yes. (laughs) Just don't look Um, at yourself while you're doing it, so you're less distracted. So, so. My point. My point is, is that like, it's like, yeah, you can go into work in friggin' Bermuda shorts and and be like, oh, you know, I'm, I don't, I have no interest in moving up. That's great. Your whole body language is, you know, says that it says that I have like, uh, you know, I'm fine where I am. I don't, I don't have any interest in this. Whereas, like, Mike's right. You can fake. Like, it is, it is partly faking if you have nothing else behind it and hopefully people see past that quickly quickly enough but by by putting in all the effort to wear a you know wear a nice suit have it ready every like especially on a daily basis people do it for an interview right like often we'll we'll do it in prepping for for a, for a job like i'm going to go for a job interview i'm going to wear a suit and ironically that's not going to reflect how i dress on a daily basis right which is putting your them it's putting your best foot forward, but the idea is like, why is that putting your best foot forward? It's because it's there's a substantial amount of, of cost and effort that goes into goes into wearing a suit that indicates that I am taking this very seriously. That is that is what it is implying, right? Um, and so, so I do think that there's merit in having some sort of, of way to to signal that through dress that I am taking this opportunity seriously i am taking this uh this position seriously um is the suit the perfect option for all those no i'm not saying that it is but it is that is one of the things that i think is kind of a uh, a positive about it if it wasn't a suit it would be something else right like ev- not everybody's going to be showing I, I up wearing cargo shorts all the time like it's just not like just- mike 
is like because I don't disagree with you that that's the way things are. Right. I just also am like it's completely vapid. Like it's 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 nothing. It's only it's only you're like look I'm taking this seriously. It's only that because that and it, and it's all it it is the most meaningless part of the job interview. But yet it might have you're right the most weight. You walk in there with your suit on looking good and people are like okay look here we got somebody serious He's people are visual these. people like yeah can... which, which but i mean again easily fooled and easily manipulated and then you got bo walking with his bermuda shorts with flip-flops cargo pants on and then they and then they and then you get to the interview and you and you you know but then you get into the substance substance matter and say bo with his bermuda shirts is just like knows everything like no problem it's super but he, smart but he's ball. also his body language is saying and his maybe he spent all his time that he doesn't he doesn't take this seriously but, right? but see, like, again but you're putting weight in that and it's like I and, guess and society is at the point of putting weight and, in yeah, and Crofton, yeah it's it's hard to get away from it is hard to get away from but but, but i guess my, my whole point and why it's annoying is it so imagine that scenario if someone come in with the suit uh, and someone else spent all their time learning everything about this business. Uh, they, they put all their energy and devotion into just like, I'm going to, I know everything I need to know for this interview. I'm the perfect candidate for this job. And I don't have money and I don't have time to spend on this because I want to know everything. And that person to me seems way less likely to, <laughs> to get hired than the person. Yeah, but who that's, a, that's a really you know, big yeah. hypothetical that a person that is, is willing to do all that and learn all that stuff would be somebody that is, willing to go to the lengths to be properly attired for a job interview. But it is such a, like a power dynamic. Cause you look at like someone, I mean, he does wear a suit now and then, but look at Zuckerberg with his famous like hoodie, right? right? Because he figured out how to have money and power without kissing everyone's ass. And, 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 you know, he jumped, he jumped to the front of the line, right? Cause he made something. Now he's got money. He can dress how he wants. He wears a hoodie. Who's going to tell him he's a billionaire. He does what Mm -hmm. he wants. Right. Uh, he does still wear the suit when he has to go to Congress and all this stuff. But like, it just, it's just so clearly something that actually means nothing, but we all pretend it means something. And that, and that's, I think the thing that irritates me about it. Like, but it does mean something. It, it means, it, 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 means it, it means, you know, it's expected. No, no, he's say, no, he's saying, Mike's saying it does mean something. He's just saying from an objective higher view, it means nothing. Yeah. Like it means nothing. Like I'll wear a suit to a job interview because I know that they uh, will think less of me if I don't wear a suit. That's it. Like it's it's somewhat more effort. But like like whatever. the wind, the trees, it. alligators will not look at your suit and confer. You know, it's, it's just it's, it's not a, man, a thing. It's you're all, saying it's a construct. Like it's a complete construct, and it's like everyone knows it. It's it's just it's but just if it was there's no substance in it. There's no substance the, in it for professional level jobs. There there would be a type of attire that would be always in society seen as be it higher class, harder to do, harder to put together, more, more work, maybe look good. Now it's, now it's a suit, but it could be, it could be anything like it could be cybernetic upgrades. If you haven't put a neural network in and if you're going, if you're going to a job interview and you're trying to impress, there will always be steps that you will take to impress. And that will always include your attire. So the suit is just, what that looks like today right it's not it's not it's not the suit's fault that this is how you know how things work now right like there and in in terms of like i get the practicality concerns like and and mike's always been a practicality guy i remember like uh 
when when the short the pants with the zippers that turn into shorts were introduced when we were teenagers, he was like, "Man, those are the best. You get pants and shorts all at the same time." <laughs> and, and, and so, like, he's definitely practicality he like that. Well, over all same, but over. Sure. No, no, you you are in suits, like you said, are impractical creations. There's nothing about them that is like like you're not going to run a marathon in a suit. You're not going to like if the apocalypse happens and you're working and you can only wear what you're wearing right now, and you're like wearing a suit in an office shop. You're like, oh shit, like I'm stuck in this goddamn suit. It's going to serve me no no purpose. It's really like it is really. A signal of status, a signal of intent in the sense that it's like uh, you recognize that like when you're applying for these professional positions that this is what's expected. It's the same at a wedding, right? Like everybody's like everybody's wearing, you know, fancier attire because they want to look good on the wedding day. And this is what is considered to look good. Like I've been in defense of the suit because I, I see it as like, that's what things are like these days. And I don't mind wearing a blazer so much, but I do not wear suits. And, I, and I'm exactly like, like Mike. Like if I could shortcut the system and somebody gives me a bunch of money, like Zuckerberg, then I would just, you know, wear my T-shirts and hood and, and maybe a blazer or something like that. Uh, and I would, get, I would get by with that. I hate ties in particular and think that they're absolutely ridiculous. But I do understand like – like I, I don't romanticize the idea of everybody walking in with like flip flops and cargo shorts, you know, interviewing. For I jobs. mean, we've been using that as the like complete counterpoint. No, no, no. Yeah. From- but, but those work, those workplaces do exist that are are very casual. Like, like I'm thinking like tech industry of of stuff, but like th- those workplaces do exist where that stuff isn't. So, like, I mean, uh, look, clearly, I am a person who I, I have a status stuff really irritates me and uh because it's inherently class bmw fucking hate bmw <laughs> i know you mentioned it like three times <laughs> you gotta get you gotta get the car to go with it he's a made man um but uh <laughs> but but it's just like like every time you see any like today our prime minister mr trudeau was down there meeting mr trump they're in there with their suits Shaking hands, wearing suits, you know. And every time you see these leaders meet, it's like everyone's wearing these suits. Even when there's cultures, and this is also irritating. Again, still the status thing. Cultures where, uh, where, where suits were not the norm, uh, where people like just still wear suits. Like, yeah, in Asian countries and African countries, they're all wearing the suits. I I will give uh, props to some the of the Yakuza Af- wear suits. Uh, the Yakuza, Yakuza. Uh, yeah, and the anyways, um, but but uh, I will say it's some of the some of the African leaders are now not doing that anymore. They'll show up to these things wearing more traditional garb, and I'm like, good for them, man. Like, why are they wearing this like symbol of aristocratic bullshit that is still big in the you know in the West and like in the whole world? We have to wear a suit if you're a professional. It's like, look, leaders in other cultures had different things that they wore to show their stature, but we're like, no, it's the European one. That's the one. But if it an elected like, politician wish... did not wear a suit at a, at a state event, they would get destroyed by comments on the internet. I kind of wish that, that suits of armor were still a thing, even if they were redundant as if like, 
that our prime minister had looks like a, it was like the hound or something. He had a giant suit of armor. And that's what you wore. But what would you use this for? When we were at war, you mean? You'd have no, to wear... it's just status. It's uncomfortable, hard to move in, hot, made of metal. I mean, suits like <laughs> copping out. They should be wearing full split sets of plate armor. But see, if they were just skeletons. My at, least point it, is, at least it would look cooler, is what I'm saying. No, but see, my point is, if they were doing that, and that was known and accepted in society, and we were doing this podcast right now, you would be railing against that. You know, Me? you would be yeah, like, oh, would be. "No, both of you, like you'd be because it would yep. be this. It would be the suits of the day. You know, armor, it would be the armor is pretty cool. I don't know. Yeah, right now it's cool, but it wouldn't be. It wouldn't <laughs> right be cool. <laughs> I mean, in 1420, it was cool. No, no. There's people love <laughs> Game of Thrones stuff. and all that shit and fantasy stuff. But like, I, I'm just saying, like, like if you replace suits with suits of armor, <laughs> like Mike right now would be railing about, like, you can't unzip those and turn them into shorts. God damn it! You know, like, think of all the metal you're wasting. How are they going to get those into their BMWs? You know, like, I <laughs> <laughs> mean, on their collide sales. Yeah, so I'm just I'm just saying it's if it's not suits, it's something else, right? Yeah, like it's I get it, I get it. Yeah, yeah, like I I see what you I see what you mean. I, but for me, it's more I guess more that whole concept and and the the place that suits. Also, it, it sort of irritates me that because um, like you know I work in an office and and you know there's the men around who wear suits. There's a few of them, and you're like, okay, yeah, that guy wants to be a big boss. I get it. Yeah, yeah, and, it's like an advertisement. Just, yeah, I know. And it's a super irritating and annoying and obvious advertisement. It's like, okay, buddy, yeah, good luck with your career, whatever. Like, And you know what? You know, more power to them. But they're like, look, look, I'm wearing the outfit. Can I have the job, please? And it's like, oh, one day you will. Don't worry. Keep wearing your suit. You'll be in there one day. Uh, but women don't basically do that. Uh, women professional attire, there is the, the power suit that the women wear from time to time. But it's certainly not a required thing. Like, uh, and uh, women have found ways to look professional in a lot of different ways. It works, uh, and but for men, it's still like a suit. <laughs> like, there's, there's, there's still discomfort for women too. If anything, it's probably yeah, yeah. Like, I'm, not, like, I'm not saying imagine having to put your makeup well, high heels, yeah, makeup. I wasn't like saying that. Foundation. I wasn't saying that it was easier. What I was oh, saying okay. is there's a lot more range. Uh, a lot more range. A lot, a lot more is acceptable as professional. Well, that's a sad thing. Um, but I know we're not talking about gender today. Like it's not. And we did focus on men, so you're right to bring up women, but it's not about um, – because they have a bigger range. It's like it kind of sucks to be a dude in a way. It's like, do you want the brown tie? Do you want the blue tie? Do you want a white shirt? Or do you Well, want- there's more there, There's more it's, choice now. Yeah, it's just colors like, though. It's like there's nothing different. Do you want like um, – I can get a Star Wars tie. Do you want – no one's like, do you want like wings on the back Star of your Wars suit? Tie. Like – you, like the suit Tell has to, to be Trudeau. okay. So I'll just stop talking. <laughs> <laughs> the suit has. To I'm be like talking. It. You're like we're making jabs. I know. I know. I'm just saying. No one's asking for Voltron wings on the back of their suit because it'd be cool fashion thing, right? Whereas, I guarantee like, there is. You know, a like woman that. might have a design, or it might be a pattern, or there might be some unique way it's shaped. You know, the only shapes are like. North American and like Euro cut suits. You ever see that? It's like European style suit. It's like the same thing, <laughs> but like maybe a little narrower in the waist or something like that. I don't know. Beans are a little narrower in the waist. <laughs> well, yeah. that's yeah, that's exactly it, right? Turns out it's their bodies. <laughs> like, but but um, 
Anyways, yes, male options are definitely also unexciting. At least on a t-shirt, you can get a t-shirt of any one of a number of bands or video games or jokes. Well, you can get a lot of custom, <laughs> custom suits now. You can get <laughs> and you notice that like men are like screaming about this because of like of like funky ties. But even yeah. those that come, but now the socks. It's all about the yeah, socks. Yeah, yeah. You have a sock with the like colors on. You, because you were like, on the cutting edge of that. I remember. Uh, on the bleeding edge, even yeah, bleeding edge, bloody socks. You had, you had bloody socks. No, he Soaking Mike blood. had a he had somebody at work that that hooked him up with all the track of... on fancy socks, yeah. <laughs> and I just liked socks with colors all over them, and I was like, so I wore them a lot, and now that now they're uh, you know they're the big thing, I, and I get it because like the suit because we we're saying like oh there's a variety in suit, but there's not even really because it's a like variety if in suits. Come on now. It, it's very limited like like you can't okay like so if we're talking about for the most part you know world leaders and professionals you can't wear a white suit remember when obama wore that tan suit and people like were like a tan suit like greatest, tra- greatest they, tragedy in american history just put it rolled him over the rails for wearing this fucking tan suit and i was like it was still his suit it wasn't like he showed up in his flip-flops in hawaii shirt. he wore a suit and they and they berated him because it wasn't blue or gray yeah and it's actually, like you, you can't wear a black suit either you wear that to like a funeral or a wedding you don't wear a, you'll never see the president or prime minister wearing a black suit ever or a brown suit because then you look like you're frumpy yeah, I, 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 I saw a clip of even david Tennant, who's notable suit wearer that one of the doctor who's it's just a clip and the host of a talk show was just like you know what your suit looks like because it was brown he's like yeah i guess it looks like i'm wearing poo like you can't wear brown; it looks like poo. Gray or navy—that's what you can wear, yeah. and, and and some shade of dark blue. Like that's pretty much it. You can't try putting on a green shirt; they'll be like top of the morning to you. Like you, <laughs> everyone will make fun of you. Like you can't. You you have two choices. Jesus, and Mary, and Joseph. All right, <laughs> now let us roll into verdicts. <laughs> <Crofton. laughs> Crofton, the master of Segway, at a loss as he just this week as he just says, <laughs> he just it is now time for that, that might be the most time. disrespectful hey. Segway Crofton's ever done. I'm I'm the host. I can make All I can right, make any them. sort of Segway I want. Check it out. It's verdict time, bitches. Like there, so here it comes in. <laughs> Order in the court, my friends. Who wants to go first? I think Crofton does. I'll go first. Of suits. So, so, look, I want to be a boss. Look at my suit. So, so Mike's going first. <laughs> I want me to go first. Yeah, as the host, I get to to uh, to make these calls, and you are going first now because of your blatant interruption and disrespect. Oh, go that's ahead. Why. Oh. Of this company, and that's why I don't want to see it. This one's very easy to me. Suits are one thing, and that thing is a smelly pile of bullshit. It's bullshit. There it is. There it is, everyone. PU. Just like the brown suit that uh, a dumb man would wear to his job interview. They're like, oh, a brown suit. This guy must not know anything. And he's like, but I'm really smart, I swear. It's like, but look at your brown suit. You must not really want this job. Uh, it's just clearly bullshit. Like it's a it's a contrived thing. We all know it's a dumb game. You got to put on this 
fancy vestige of aristocratic you know times and be like look at me i've made it uh you can go to a store and buy success that's what it basically is and fake it into a job interview like it just is such vapid stuff to me um but i get that that's the way the world is that it is convention uh it's expected you have to play the game. Like I'm the person who never wants to play the game. <laughs> like, oh, I don't want to do the thing that needs to be done, but I get it. And you know, I, I will wear a suit, you know, when it's a funeral, I'll wear, I'll wear a suit. Cause I'm like, I want to show respect to, to people like, and, and, and again, it annoys me about that because I'm like, the respect is in my heart and being there for something important like that. But you, you, you can't mince words in some places, so you put the suit on. You know what I mean? Like, I get that stuff, but it's a contrivance. And I always wish it was more like we judge people by, like, what they say and their actions and what's in their heart and how they speak. Like, those are the important things, not the fabric that you drape over yourself. But that's the world we live in, and that's bullshit that it, that it is that way, and we can't just, you know, uh, that's, that's take sound, people. That sounds like a verdict. Yeah, it's a verdict. Anyways, this is bullshit. One day yeah. we'll get past it. Yeah, he said it was bullshit off the top. I will go next, and Bo, you can take up the rear as you love to do. Yes, um, sir. Uh, so, <laughs> so did, did I you agree say that all... because I like anal sex? <laughs> no, no. Why is it funny? No, I wasn't laughing at that. I was laughing. Jeez, Bo, you. Have is it funnier mind. when you wear a suit than? <laughs> I was just laughing because Mike and. I... Mike is uh, was and I were arguing the exact you know all episode and I knew where this was going. I was pretty convinced that he was going to say bad, but because he said bullshit, it makes this all the funnier. Because my verdict is is uh, bullshit. Suits are bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> they're they're bullshit in so long as you don't have a butler. Sorry, that's your verdict. I should interrupt. Uh, so sound effect bullshit. Dun da da, um, and. Uh, yeah, I literally agree with pretty much everything that Mike said uh, in his verdict, dialed back by maybe a degree and a half. So, uh, so like I, I, I think it's bullshit that that um, that you know uh, suits are used in a way as a bit of a gatekeeper in terms of uh, getting getting opportunities. I think that they're uncomfortable. I don't really like wearing them. Yes, I feel good when I do wear them, but I am cognizant that that is part of the whole sort of, you know, suit culture. Um, it's very much like I, I work in an office in which the, pe- the people that work, wear suits are um, – are uh, it's choice right but there are offices many offices um especially like like i think of in japan and other places where everybody hat pretty much has to wear a suit there's a lot of work that goes into wearing a suit a lot of like you know i mentioned sort of the dry cleaning the fitting the cufflinks the tie all of that stuff really kind of uncomfortable um but at the same time there's always going to be some sort of, you know, we're visual creatures. Like as much as Mike's point about being judged by the, you know, not what's on the outside, but the character of uh, your character is a good one. And that's how we want everything to end up. But as long as we have eyeballs, someone's always going to judge first or make opinions based on the way you look. So if you've got to make an impression quickly and efficiently in something like a job interview a date a funeral or whatever maybe maybe a suit is the answer and if it wasn't a suit it would be something else something else that 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 is part of this part of the system and i don't like the system and i I, if i could get away with 
not wearing a suit, I would. So I'm in line with very much uh, a lot of what Mike said. Uh, so I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna say bullshit as well and and, yeah, and save I, my money save my money for my BMW. You I know? feel like you're smarter now that I heard your verdict. Both? Oh, in lieu of it being a suit that makes him look smarter. <laughs> no, it, yeah, yeah, it's true. Well, also that he agrees with me. How much did you look I'll, at yourself while you gave that verdict? I was too busy counting my money towards my BMW. Oh, my <laughs> God. That could right. be a topic, man. You want to hear me rail about something? So I'm going to deliver my <laughs> verdict. I'm going to keep it short and simple, I think, but also weird. Um, the <laughs> uh, I think you guys had both very temperate and good, well-thought-out verdicts. I think mostly... I'm shaped like a melon, and so when I put suits on, I don't look any more flattering. In fact, most of the time, I'm way more self-conscious and uncomfortable, and there's just never... It's not good. Now, I think if I was, you know, leaner... Even then, I never liked wearing suits, but I probably wouldn't be as self-conscious, but certainly, it doesn't do anything for certain body types. So why put people through that? And why do that? I I think it's horrible. Um, So I'm going to say that suits are just bad. Like, they're they're just bad because they do they they you know they do nothing for a lot of us and yet it's the standard we should think yeah. of something else as a standard like suits of armor or something but <laughs> um that's a good point and we didn't bring that up but, yeah, but like I, I hate wearing suits the, at, at the size that i am not that like i'm portly i'm portly you'll see my belly but when i just wear my shirt i dress like the comic book guy from the simpsons so I just feel like I'm I'm a little less offensive overall to, to the world in these clothes instead of trying to make some shit fit on me with sweat stains and and just frumpy look all over. So that's my verdict. They're bad. I hate them. I, I will I will note about your verdict. I do find it interesting because you haven't worn suits since like Queens. You said at the beginning. That's so, the last time I can remember wearing one but, with a jacket. But you might. Who knows? You might look like you might look amazing in a suit. You don't know. No. Well, look. Look. I will say. Well, I, Doug, I, I wear Doug khakis. Or, I've tucked in my shirt before. I have, just throw a jacket on. It's not gonna. You know. But just <laughs> just Google image search of Doug Ford or what was the other one? <laughs> well, Chris Farley Rob, doing Rob, man. Down exactly. by the river. No, but I mean, like, Bo's right in that it's not like our pre- current premier does not look great in a suit. He's a poorly guy. Like, it's not flattering to him. He would look better probably in different types of clothing, more casual clothing, in terms of his body types. But he has to wear the suit. He's a premier. You yeah, know? and he behaves unprofessionally, but we still take him serious because he's got the suit on. Yeah, like when who was the crack smoking one? Rob Ford. Yeah, <laughs> but he wore a suit while he smoked that crack. Um, well, yeah, maybe he did. He, and he definitely looked like Chris. I know everybody wanted Chris Farley to be still alive to do his oh, yeah. movie. You know, like, like, um, but uh, yeah, if you have an opinion about suits that you would like to share, uh, are you a huge suit fan? Do you uh, do you hate suits with every fiber of your being? Oh. <laughs> um, then let, let us oh, know. Give me a point for that one. <laughs> send uh, an email to goodbadbull at gmail.com uh, you can also follow us on twitter at goodbadbull catch whenever the latest episodes drop we have a, a patreon and if you love us so much that you would love to support us you can do that at patreon.com slash goodbadbull um, anything that you would want to contribute we very much appreciate it um, and uh, aside from that we're all individuals of an individual nature I am uh, you know a watermelon that fits nicely into a suit 
You can follow me at Croft and Steers on Twitter. Aren't you the largest but watermelon? Or melon? You can also follow Bo on Twitter, I think. Bo? <clears throat> you can find me on the internet at Bo Schwartz, and there I'll probably just post about a little bit about this show, a little bit about the gaming show Core, and, and the D&D show that I DM, their old dungeons. And, Michael, uh, you, can, you can also talk to him somehow. Like Maybe. the elusive canary melon. Hard to find on the that's, internet. That's right. Uh, so, gentlemen, I thought that that was pretty good. I would like to make one last call out to our listeners. Uh, listeners, we are refilling the random topic generator. We mentioned this last episode. Any topics that you have you want to hear us discuss on the show, deliver verdicts about. We can't promise it'll be next episode or the episode after that you hear them. We put them in the random topic generator and then they pop out whenever, but we need to fill it, so we want your ideas. Please send them to us, goodbadbull at gmail.com um, would, would make our lives so much easier. Our brains can only come up with so much fuel. You know, I just also, had another idea. That we that we should do for like a Patreon thing, being that we're on suits, we should be like, if you, we get a Patreon patrons, whatever Patreon pa- pa- thing, patrons like patron of the arts, <laughs> like you used to have a lord who would be your patron. I meant the money, the money. The site's called get, Patreon, but just call if them. The money patrons. gets to a certain level. <laughs> a target, isn't that what you have to do? You make a target. You can make goals. We, yeah, we haven't made. We yeah, reached we our first goal. goal of just reaching. A Remember, goal. what was it? Four dollars, and I talked to a wall for half an hour or something. No, like no. That? Someone said they donate four dollars. Okay, I can't remember the perimeters. We right. needed to have three people. Anyways, we actually got it. But we should do like if if we get to like thirty five dollars a month, that we we'll, we will all put on suits and take a picture of ourselves in suits. Oh, I thought you were going to be like do an entire episode in suits. I don't have a suit. We'll draw one on you. We'll put like a bed sheet around we'll, you and then just we'll draw, draw. <laughs> draw the suit on the white sheet. <laughs> well, if we get that mad patron money, we can buy some suits after like we pay you, down my UNICEF Austin bills. And I both in like a super well tailored suit and Bo wearing a, a sheet where I've drawn a tie with a marker on the front of it and then drawn the outline. Yeah, I like how you almost pay more for UNICEF now than we get from the patron. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm kind of funny about that, but it's good. It's and good that you're donating. Just- I think I think I'm gonna tell Gwen that what her daddy's doing is really admirable. And I wish to that keep if, it could, up. If, if this was a movie, there'd be it would cut to a shot of Mr. Unicef and his giant New York City skyscraper at the top, and he'd be like, Ah, <laughs> <laughs> all these jumps. Let me now take a puff. Unicef of- jet. Let me take a puff of my Yemen money before getting into my BMW. <laughs> oh, my Yemen money. <laughs> That's horrible. I also like to be called Mr. Unicef. Like <laughs> <laughs> All right, Bo. End the show. I like how Bo's always like, let's meet up. I was like, okay, how about Saturday? Bo's like, no, never Saturday, ever.
Are you a fan of the Good, Bad, or Bullshit podcast? Consider supporting the show by becoming one of our valued patrons at patreon.com. For as little as the cost of one cup of coffee a month, your generous support will help keep the random topic generator oiled and fueled for future generations. Find out more at patreon.com slash goodbadbull.